Hello, 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 Boss Babes. Welcome to our author series of mini-sodes featuring Boss Babes in the Ottawa Valley and Lanark County that go beyond entrepreneurs and business owners. We are recognizing role models, activists, corporate leaders, and working professionals who are breaking barriers, sparking important conversations, and championing for change. We want to be inclusive and embrace those that are making an impact, are changing their communities, and are bringing awareness to topics that sometimes have the potential to generate controversy. Because ambitious and powerful boss babes aren't just making waves in the entrepreneurship world, and they too need to be heard. Now let's kickstart the conversation. Welcome to Boss Babe Corner. Amanda Talker Media helps entrepreneurs and small business owners in the Ottawa Valley grow by gaining confidence through strategic branding, photography, and social media marketing. Her services include brand identity, brand photography and videography, social media marketing, and so much more. Amanda has teamed up with HA Video Productions to offer their social media workshops and other great services. It's time to add some fresh, creative content to your feed. Get in touch with Amanda on Facebook or Instagram at amandatalker.media to help you capture, market, and showcase your brand on all platforms. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Boss Babe Corner. These two friends and small business owners wanted to not only spotlight small businesses in the Ottawa Valley, but they also wanted to give back to their community as well. They held their first market, Vendors of the Valley, back in the fall, hosting a very successful event despite COVID restrictions and it being outside, with 100% of proceeds going towards the Pembroke Regional Hospital Foundation. Now they're back at it again, holding their second vendor market, Holiday Hustle, which is a great name, by the way, taking place December 10th, and they're here to tell us all about it. Please welcome Katie Clark and Louise Bim from Vendors of the Valley. Hi, everybody. Hi. <laughs> Hi, ladies. How are you both doing? Good. Doing good. Good. Um, okay, ladies. Well, tell me a little bit about yourselves. How did the two of you know each other? Um, right before we get into like how the event started, I need to know the story about your friendship. So we basically met way back in high school. So I don't know, 15 plus years ago, yeah. we played on the same rugby team and then we moved on with our lives and never spoke again, <laughs> basically. And then <laughs> she had her daughter and- uh, So a year ago, yeah. Yeah. And when she was on that leave, you started? Forestley Farms. Yeah. And I had Rose and Ash going and I was just like, hey, when I saw that her posting stuff on Forestley Farms, I was like, this, is, is this you? And she's like, yeah. And once we started talking about small business stuff, we did a couple of giveaways with each other, started a pop-up and then we wanted to plan another pop-up and that's where Vendors of the Valley came up. A little more than a pop-up. <laughs> it grew really fast. That's so funny. Well, that's the one thing about small businesses here in the Valley. Like you have the name, but not all of us always show our faces on our profile. So you don't always know who's behind it. And so once you kind of get, you know, digging a little bit deeper and connecting and chatting with people, you're like, oh, wait, I know you, or I know you, you know, from a soccer team or like in your case, like a rugby team or school or wherever the case may be. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's funny. We both work at the hospital as well. So we know each other through there. <laughs> So Katie, you mentioned that your company is Rose and Ash. So just so everybody knows who's talking, Katie is Rose and Ash and uh, Louise is Forest Leaf Farm. So Katie, can you kind of first talk about what Rose and Ash is? So I make 
polymer clay earrings, accessories. I just started out with um, necklaces. So it basically started as me just wanting something to do for myself. I work at the hospital, so it's a very high stress job. And I just wanted something that was low stress and just my own little thing. Um, started out doing just small orders for like a couple local stores. And now it has grown into something slightly unmanageable at times, but we're getting there. Um, I get to create like small, simple pieces up to using pressed florals in my earrings. That is just outrageous sometimes, but it's been one of those small businesses that just keeps growing and I love it. And super cute. We have to plug that too, Katie. Like your jewelry is super cute and trendy and fashionable. <laughs> it's one of those things. Yeah, I just don't like to, I don't toot my own horn. <laughs> just like, like, my little side gig and everybody's like thriving. Like it's just thriving and it's just still crazy to me. Well, we'll toot it for you and you should be proud of that. Now, Louise, tell us about Forestly Farms. So I started Forsley Farms while on mat leave. Uh, my second baby was a very good sleeper. So I had a lot of uh, extra time. And my husband and I both really love candles, but we we're a little wary of burning them, not really knowing what was in them when you're purchasing them from a store. So I started out super small, making candles for ourselves here and then to family and friends. And now uh, we have a couple in shops locally and in the city in Ottawa, Renfrew. You can find them. In a lot of places and I just recently started hand carving out dough bowls and I fill those with our soy wax as well so it's a lot of work but they're amazing I'm obsessed with them this is why people should be supporting local businesses they candles smell better than bath and body works they're cheaper than bath and body works they're forestly like I'm assuming forestly road is that where you live That's exactly <laughs> where I am yep there we go all right. So a lot of small businesses are venturing out now to hold events and markets. Like we're not busy enough. Like you guys are not busy enough with your full-time jobs and then with kids at home. And then, you know, with your, with your uh, passion projects and, and small businesses as well. But now you guys decided to also go above and beyond even more and hold a vendor market. Now, where did this idea for the vendors of the Valley stem from? So we did one little pop-up and absolutely loved it. We were hooked on the whole market scene. And so we were trying to plan a bigger event. We were just gonna do a small little thing with drinks and snacks for our guests and make it more of an event. And then it kind of snowballed into vendors of the Valley. We were like, oh, let's make it bigger. How about we have a charity that we donate to? How about we have like more vendors? It just kind of became, and like, I'll say this, we planned this over the course of a day. I was on day shift at the hospital and we were just, it was just like one on top of the other. We are like, let's do this, let's do that. And it just kind of became this giant market that we just, yeah, created. It's kind of our brainchild after a day of two really good planners coming together and making this giant market. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm so proud of you guys. The event was such a success. You guys had everything coordinated so well. And I have to ask, did either of you guys come to uh, mine and Jackie Stott's um, virtual vendor market that we held back in the spring? I did. Yeah, I was there. Oh, okay. See, I, we had so many vendors. I couldn't remember. That was my, that was my very first vendor market. I'll tell you, Louise and Katie, I will never do that again. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was, was so my, my first market as well that, to participate in virtual or not virtual and I was surprised I did okay I sold some candles I'm like okay I've got this I'm like we can do this <laughs> oh good we'll see well holding an in-person event is very different than holding one online and I think that that was really what was kind of hard with us is that um for us like with a virtual platform and trying to explain it to people and hosting you know info sessions and creating like a frequently asked question sheet I mean I'm sure you guys had a lot of vendors and people asking about how things would work with COVID restrictions and whatnot but at least you're having an event that's in person and we kind of know what to expect um but you guys did a bang up job like you guys just from everything from having, you know, the his and her uh, charcuterie cups, and then, you know, to having some alcoholic beverages. And Louise, you were working the bar. Katie, you were working on the door. Like, you guys did awesome. Yeah, it was it, awesome. It was daunting, that's for sure. I think our biggest worry was what if people don't come? Yeah. Like, we, we sold the tickets. We knew how many people roughly were going to come, but we're like, is everybody going to come all the very end at the very beginning? Is there going to be lulls? It was so cold. We're like, are they going to brace the weather? Like, we don't know. Yeah. There was a lot of questions, especially like leading up to the day and the day of, but we were, you're we shocked. Blown like, away. it was steady from the time we opened to basically the time we closed. Uh, people were enjoying themselves. The vendors were like mingling and talking to each other. It was like, it was more than we could have imagined. Do you guys know how many uh, people ended up coming out? I think it's 162. Yeah. That's great. That's a great turnout. Yeah. It was really good for the first, like, and people were still buying tickets literally up until, so we kept ticket sales open for market only up until like an hour before the event. And people were still buying tickets until like eight o'clock. Wow. Well, I think that people, you were really excited to get back out and, and shop versus shopping online and seeing the products, smelling the products. And what a great time to, to, to have it too, on a Friday night, like everybody's available. Everyone's able to come out. You can grab a sitter. Like my sister was able to come and bring her baby with her. So like, it worked out great. It was, it was great. And it was an event. Like we didn't want to just have a vendor market. We wanted it to feel like a normal event with mingling and bringing out and yeah. have a drink, relax, do some shopping, like a girl's night out or yeah, a couple's night, night out. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what kind of vendors did you guys all have? Oh gosh, we had a little bit of everything. We had, um, we had knitters and crocheters. We had, um, soaps and candles, people. soaps and candles, baby clothes and accessories, coffee, um, coffee. Yeah. Bath and body care like jewelry, homeware. We wanted, yeah, an array of everything. So there was some shopping for everyone. Yeah, it was our goal when we were picking our vendors and same with the upcoming market. We really want an array of vendors so everyone can find something they're looking for. Yeah. Now, why did you guys decide to donate proceeds to the Pembroke Regional Hospital Foundation in particular? And why not, I mean, for all of your hard work and effort that you go towards this, why not, you know, keep the profit for yourselves? We were both vendors in the market. So we just, because we're spotlighting the community, we wanted to give back. We wanted our vendor market to be different rather than us keeping the proceeds because we're already in the market. We're already making money through our own small businesses. And we just wanted to have that one special touch that kind of set us apart from everybody else to give back. They were super on board and super helpful. So that was nice for our first market about learning what to do and what not to do and who to contact. So they were great that way to help out. Oh, that's awesome. Now, how much money did you guys raise? We raised $1,600. Oh, 
Oh, that's great. And I love that it's going right back to the Pembroke Regional Hospital. I mean, the hospital just does so much for our community and the staff, like I can easily vouch for that. Katie, you and I have run into each other at the hospital now. And uh, Louise, I'm what, what, actually, what ward do you work on? I work at Emerge, so you'll probably see me at some point. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure, yeah, if we wanna risk the weight. Um, and then Katie, you work on the maternity ward. I do. Yeah, I've worked on uh, labor and delivery for almost eight, nine years now. Oh my goodness. Well, I love that it came right back, you know, to your employer and to a great foundation as well. Yeah, it was an easy charity to pick. And yeah, we're excited to, to give back to more in the community because the community has so much to offer for all of us. Well, let's talk about your next event, Holiday Hustle. So where is it? When is it? Who are some local makers? Spill the tea on that. So our next vendor market, Holiday Hustle, it's going to be at the Best Western on December 10th from 4 to 9 p.m. Um, it'll be in their big conference room downstairs. Um, we're going to have the same thing. So his and her grazing is doing the charcuterie cups again. Those were a huge hits. So it was a, it was it wasn't even a question yes. who was going to provide the snacks. It was going to be his and hers. <laughs> Uh, we have Whitewater Brewery, who is <laughs> donating the beer and the gin as well, coming up with some cocktails for us. So that's going to be exciting. Yeah. And then vendor-wise, it's the same thing. We're doing a huge array of everything. We have knitters and crocheters, candles, bath and body, jewelry, um, homeware, woodworking. woodworking. We have, like, the lineup is amazing. Yeah. We've been spotlighting a few of them so far. Um, some that we haven't spotlighted yet um we have Gorlan, Nico and Dame with a Hook uh Maplecrest Farms Baby Division and Little Wander they're coming back they were a huge hit and we absolutely can't get enough of their products ABC Kids Clothing yes them too um oh Fitzroy and Bay uh, 945 Designs they do these stellar um charcuterie boards with epoxy and wood about boutique like we could we could we honestly go on we have 24 vendors in total that are coming to we have market bakers we have yes. yeah so much good stuff coming yeah so a great one-stop shop for people to get their christmas shopping done yeah. right yeah mavens they're doing their brow bar again they we kind of dropped the ball on that one and didn't have a generator properly positioned for them last time but they are coming back and uh, they'll be able to do uh, sugaring on your brows, and which is so fun. Who doesn't like getting pampered a little bit while they're shopping? Oh, absolutely. Oh, that's great. Now, COVID restrictions, guys. It's going to be indoors, which is awesome. Yeah. So we can actually like dress up a little bit this time. Don't have to wear coats, scarves, not bundle up. We can for actually make this. Our last, and we want yeah. to thank you for holding uh, <laughs> the last one. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when I told my sister and I didn't tell her it was outside and she got all dressed up and I was like, I mean, she is the Valley Vogue mama, but like she was all dressed up, ready to show up her outfit. And she was like, wait, it's outside. I was like, yeah. She's like, well, I would have just a little bit warmer, but this is going to be a great opportunity then for people to actually dress up, show up, you know, their clothes that we've been hiding since uh, the pandemic started and, um, and get their shop on, but mask yeah. restrictions, like, yes. uh, mandatory and um we'll be collecting uh you need to be fully vaccinated we uh your vax passport we need that and uh, we'll be doing contact tracing again 
Okay, good, good. That we're following restrictions. Now, yeah. can small business makers still apply right now to become a vendor? So we are completely chock full for our vendors, unfortunately, but um, this will obviously not be our last market. So um, we're pretty active on social media. So once this vendor market is over, we'll probably start brainstorming our next one and open up applications probably in the early new year. You guys are on a roll right now, eh? We don't really stop. We have, <laughs> we have things planned until the summer practically. Yeah. <laughs> now, Louise, where are the proceeds from this vendor market going towards? This vendor market, we're collecting donations for the food bank and the big lump sum money is going to CPAN. And can you tell everybody what CPAN is? Child Poverty Action Network. So we are focusing on Operation Snowsuit for this market. So we're planning on um, using a portion of the money and getting snowsuits, just going and we're going to do a mom's shopping day. Yeah. We're going to go and buy a whole bunch of snowsuits. So and have to mix and boots and donate them. Yeah, and then donate the rest of the money. That's great. I love that you guys are choosing different organizations throughout the Ottawa Valley and not just specifically on one, two. So you guys are giving back and right in theme, you know, with the winter season coming up. Exactly. And that's what we're trying to do is make sure that the money that we're donating is going towards like something that fits with the season. Yeah. So it was, it was a done deal. No brainer. Yeah. Now I have to ask you guys, what are some things you learned from your first vendor market that you will know now for this one? So much. Um, a lot. Yeah. Applying for all of your permits long in advance mm -hmm. was probably the biggest one. And yeah. just having people within the city to connect with to help us make everything happen has been huge. Yeah. Focusing on our resources, our local resources, local yeah. vendors. Um, some of our fellow small business makers, they have been like imperative to this because we're still relatively new in the market business ourselves. Like I've only been open for almost a year and uh, Louise has been the same. So yeah, since May, knowing other businesses that have been active in the market scene have been really helpful yeah. to plan, plan these. The seasoned, the seasoned vendors are huge, yes. huge helps. Yeah, you'll you'll slowly learn, you know, bits and pieces of little things, you know, that you'll improve on. And by by your third and fourth market, you guys are gonna be wizards. You guys are gonna be like, uh, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of her, Emily Arbor from Cheerfully Made. She has yeah. like, okay, yeah, she's got like a ton of markets out in the Elmont area. Like, she's yeah. a seasoned marketeer or whatever you want to call her, and so she's got like a few tips and tricks up her sleeve. You guys cool. are gonna be the next ones for like our area. Even planning this one like we it's like night and day yeah we text each other and we're just like what are we supposed to be doing because yeah, I feel we were just right now. so incredibly overwhelmed planning the first one and there was always something that we had to do or there's always something and this one we're like okay like everything's what? applied for everything's planned <laughs> everything is going smoothly for this event and it's like night and day from planning our first one to planning this one so that's a relief <laughs> All right, ladies. Well, before we wrap this up, I do have to ask, you know, I know you have a lot of vendors that are coming to your uh, holiday hustle event. I know you've had a lot of vendors at Vendors of the Valley, but you have to tell me right in tune with our podcast. What is one local business you guys think everyone should know about? So the business that we really want to spotlight is Valley Tent Rentals. They have been huge for their donation. They're decorating the hall for us all free of charge. And like 
they're just amazing. They're offering so much and they're so helpful and they're all about giving back to the community as well. Yeah. So we really want to like spotlight them. Oh, that's a great shout out guys. Kayla Janky. I know that she's not on Facebook or Instagram, except all of her businesses are great shout out ladies. So yes. Um, all right, ladies, we'll tell everybody where they can follow along on social media, where they can register for the event, because let's be honest, guys, get your tickets now because this event is going to sell out. Yeah. So um, follow us on social media. We're vendors of the Valley on both Instagram and Facebook. Uh, tickets can be purchased online and the link for ticket sales is in uh, the bio on both of our social media pages. Perfect. So remember guys, December 10th, 4 to 9 PM, make sure that you do have your COVID vaccine passports ready and be sure to sign up this event. Like I said, will sell out. And I went to the last one and it was amazing. So we all know that this one's going to be 10 times better, even though I don't know how you guys can top it. Cause you guys did a bang up job. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. We will have another boss babe or boss babes next week.